We're going to be a lot of, a little out of practice, I think, because I think this is like the longest amount of time we have gone without recording. I mean, it's not not yeah. that we didn't try. Dude, it's just, yeah. You know, I was thinking about that. You and I had some hesticity. <laughs> that should be a word. I like that. Like hectic, hecticness. Yeah. Should be hecticity. Hecticity. Yeah. Hecticity. I, I don't know. Now I just made up a word and I already can't say it. So. <laughs> well, it's, it is kind of a, it, it would be a tough word to say. What did I say? Hecticity. Hecticity. Yes. That's like, yes. we're going to put that at the, you know, like that getting uh, put into the, the vocabulary of the world starts now. Yes. Just putting it out there. Uh, I, yeah. I'm drinking, by the way, stress relief tea. Oh. To give you an idea where my head's at. So you, oh you're well you're stressed out about your basement about these storms, oh, yeah. yes. There's this you know we should we should talk about should we talk about the weather or should we oh, talk nice. about the government? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's a good song. Yeah, yeah. It is. It is. You know, outside of the U.S., the you're familiar with the video for that song. Yes, I, I believe outside the U.S. it's uncensored. Oh, it is. It is, in fact. Uh, I yeah. think I saw it on a... Uh, there, there was a VHS release that um, that my brother had. They had, like, all the, like, pre... Uh, uh, like, from, from Green and previous uh, albums, like, all of the music videos on one VHS tape. Yeah. And they had the uncensored version of Pop Song 89 music video on there you know i was i had this this apple tv that i barely use but sometimes i just like put it on uh you mean like you you actually have the apple tv like appliance yes yes yeah the little little uh uh box with like the rounded edges on it sometimes i use it like i mainly got it because i wanted to if there was like an apple arcade game that i needed to capture footage of it's just much easier to do that um but you know, I've been messing around with some of the other apps. I, I don't know if I l- really like it that much. But, really? Yeah, I mean, it's okay. Like wow. I usually use like the built-in smart apps on my TV for stuff like oh, that. Oh, see, I and I'm not trying to derail your story, but like I came over to, to an Apple TV from Roku, and I love the Apple TV mm-hmm. much, much more. So I mean, I just I use the LG like the built-in stuff, and it, it's fine. But uh, you know, I was I forgot I was going with the story. Uh, oh, I was um, REM. Well, I, I was like, you know, I like the fact that you can like listen to your iTunes library and stuff using it, because if I just like run that through my stereo, it's kind of a neat little thing. But I found out that there, you can like also just uh, watch music videos. You can put in a playlist of music videos, and it just like will play music videos on your TV. From but from where? From iTunes, because they have all music videos and stuff on there. I don't think I knew that. Yeah, well, I mean, you can buy music videos on there, and they have a whole huge library of music videos, and you can set it. But are, are you saying that since you have, is it like for you, uh, not free, but is it like included? Because you have Apple Music. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's included okay. in there, I assume. You know, yeah, and, I, just, I don't it, have Apple Music. So. You know, I just, I, I let it run, and, uh, you know, it's just kind of cool to see what comes up. Oh, yeah, that'd be awesome. You know, it was... Uh, what is really interesting is, you know, when I was going through this the first time, I was I came upon like these, uh, some like these 4K remasters of like 80s music videos. Like there's so the, like AI upscaled or something? No, no, no. They just like have the film masters and they 
Oh, wow. Okay. Like they remaster them. Like there was one, it's like the first one that I saw last night was uh, uh, Bon Jovi's Living on a Prayer. And it's just like them, like screwing, like the whole video is stupid for one thing. It's just them uh, getting ready to, to like, to play a concert. It's just like them, like tooling around, like on stage, like rehearsing and stuff. And then, yeah, like, the, this was, that was like the era of arena rock though, right? right. So probably well, at the time that was super cool. Yeah. And they're like yeah. doing this stuff where he has like, he's like, could like swing out over the audience and stuff like that. Oh God. Uh, but you know, it's all shot on film and like, I swear it looks like it was like, made yesterday like it wow. is it is it looks that good i was i was absolutely blown away that it, it literally looks like they just filmed it this is it's kind of a really interesting time capsule seeing that era like so clear yeah. like that yeah that's pretty cool yeah yeah but i mean that music video is okay. stupid but i was sounds pretty <laughs> stupid <laughs> uh and there was also like i was going through and there's like like what i don't even understand is uh like sometimes they have like new music videos for old songs. Like there was one that uh, for like a, some uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival song. Like the um, like I don't know, but it was like it was like a new music video of like a couple. But like, of, like the band is not in the video. No, right? no, no. It's okay. the whole video is uh, you know you, you know who Jack Quaid is. He's in that show The Boys, and he's also like uh, Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan's son okay i know who they are but i've okay. never heard of him or that show okay well he's he's it's this amazon show about uh about okay. superheroes and it's like incredibly violent and stuff uh but he's just like hanging out and like you know with his like family like not with his parents but like i assume is either his girlfriend or his wife who's also on the boys and like is either like i don't know if it was like their kid or what but like no, it wasn't. It wasn't their kid because they were go- they went to a bar, and there's no way that either of them are old enough to have a kid that old. I at least yeah. I don't think. But they but are. Do you think like was that was that song like featured in the show, and that's why? No, that's no, no. A, it has nothing kind of to do with weird... that. It's like them hanging out on a farm and then going fishing okay. and then going out to a bar and just like hanging out. Like it's it's wow. dumb, and I don't really understand why it exists. <laughs> yeah. Why it was made. But yeah. it's unless, you know, they asked to make a new music video and he's like, Yeah, hey, I'll do this for free and just like Yeah. Shoot it in like on film and have it look really nice or something like that. And it's just them yeah. screwing around. Hey, what's your favorite Dennis Quaid movie? Uh Inner Space, probably. That's that's like the one that jumps to mind immediately. Yeah. That's so that's the thing, is that's like I love that movie. I remember seeing that movie, like, probably not in the movie theater, but when it came out on home video, I bet. Mm-hmm. But then, like, off the top of my head, I can't really think of another Dennis Quaid movie. <laughs> and I feel like I should be able to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when I try to think of, like, stuff that he was in, I immediately, yeah. like, after after Inner Space, I think of, like, he was, uh, he was, like, Hawk in, in G.I. Joe, The Rise of Cobra. Right. Which I think is I like, must have must have missed that. <laughs> well, you didn't you didn't miss much, but okay. uh, you know I I messed around with my audio settings a couple of days ago, and oh, I'm just I'm just kind of making sure. So you might it, like I, I it should be fine. 
I mean, I don't know if the audio that gets recorded is the same audio I'm hearing, but if it is, like, you sound fine to me. Okay. All right. Yeah. Hey, speaking of movies, unless yeah. were you going somewhere with all that? No. I'm trying to derail. Okay. Um, so yesterday, uh, for the first, I'd never seen this movie before. Uh, yesterday, for the first time, I watched Pretty in Pink. Oh, okay. I don't know if you've seen. Uh, uh, you know, I've seen portions of it many, many oh, times. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but that is like, you know, my, my wife loves loves Pretty in Pink and also 16 Candles. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I don't think that I've watched either of them like in one sitting all the way through. Yeah. And I, I need to need to change that, I think. I don't even remember what happened yesterday. I was just looking for a movie to watch, I guess. But so it was funny because this was like probably a month ago, but I went to a record store and I was just flipping through the new arrivals and uh, and they had a copy of the pretty and pink soundtrack mm-hmm. and uh and i picked it up i was like oh that'd be kind of cool and then like the lady whose store it is she was like oh yeah we don't see that one very often which which i kind of thought really like i mean because that <laughs> soundtrack is it's a pretty banging soundtrack yeah so you would think there'd be like a million copies of that but uh i, I really liked the song and you know so i thought and i like john hughes movies you know yeah. so i guess i figured i should probably watch the movie it was i don't know <laughs> it's not I mean if you try to judge it on like oh is this like a, a good film like I don't know probably not really but you know it was just it's so 80s yeah that, you know it's just a it's just a nostalgia trip and I mean and the soundtrack is is incredible uh, yeah as well but um yeah I mean yeah that's probably a case of you know it was released at the right time at exactly the right time yeah for it to have yeah. the legacy that it does and I believe that was the last uh, John Hughes movie that uh, Molly Ringwald was in. Really? Is that I think that... I think because the three that she was in were Sixteen Candles, Breakfast Club, and Pretty in Pink. Right. Is Pretty in Pink, but, Pink um, the third one out of all those? I believe so. Oh, okay. For some reason, yeah. I thought Breakfast Club would be the third one. Yeah, I don't. I mean, no. Yeah, n- no. Because she was sixteen when she made Breakfast Club. And she was like, I think she turned 18 maybe while mm-hmm. Pretty in Pink was being made. But uh, I just kind of like, you know, the only reason I know that, I guess, is because w- for some reason I like doing this, if, especially if I've never seen a movie before mm-hmm. or even if I have seen it before, but uh, I've never done this before. I like after the movie's over, I like going to the IMDB, mm-hmm. you know, the Internet Movie Database page for the movie. And I love reading the trivia. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. And so like I was reading, I was like, oh, this, you know, you would think that a movie like that would probably have a lot of good little, you know, factoids to to read about. And, uh, and so I think that's where I had read about, about that. Cause it it was talking about how like, um, I I don't know. I just thought it was interesting that like, so John Hughes got into this thing, right? Where he was making all of these like teen, you know, movies, you know, featuring teenage life, you know, during the eighties. And then uh, I guess basically what happened was like separately, Anthony Michael Hall and uh, 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 Molly Ringwald said that, you know, they didn't want to be not like I don't ever want to work with you again, but just like that. I want to be typecast you know, to those those movies. Maybe. Yeah. In, in the case of Molly Ringwald, it was just like, um, 
I mean, I don't want to give spoilers, I guess, especially since you haven't really seen the movie. But no, you know. I mean, I know what happens. I've seen I've seen the entire movie, but just never okay. went see, sitting. Okay, so so with, in the case of of uh, Pretty in Pink, the ending, as originally written and as originally shot, has uh, Andy, who that's Molly yeah. Ringwald's character. Andy ends up with Ducky, who is John Cryer's right, character. and they change like that, they right? end up together. Right. Yeah, they reshot it because it didn't test well. Right. Um, and so they reshot it and they had it so that, you know, Andy ends up with, um, Blaine, right. Who's Andrew McCarthy's character. Yeah. But like that, like John Hughes was not happy about that because that's not the ending that he wanted. Yeah. Yeah. And so he wanted to basically remake the movie and, uh, uh, I forgot the name of the movie as Leah Thompson in it. I can't remember the name of the movie, but it was like the next movie that he made, I think, or at least that he wrote. Hmm. Um, I can't remember the name. It doesn't matter. But, you know, he basically, it was like a very similar storyline, but then the two characters, you know, and it was like a love triangle kind of story. Right. But then, like, you know, the Andy uh, uh, analog character ended up with, like, the Ducky analog at the end. But John Hughes was trying to get Molly Ringwald to be in that movie. And she's like, I don't want to make. The and same she was movie like, again. I just did that. I don't. I don't really want to do that again. And he was like so upset that like he didn't even want to talk to her anymore. <laughs> but then the exact same thing happened with Anthony Michael Hall, and I think that was over sixteen candles because I think John Hughes wanted Anthony Michael Hall to play the John Cryer character, but he was like, dude, I already did that in sixteen candles. Like I don't really want to do that again. <laughs> And so then, like, he's like, all right, well, you're, you're dead to me now, too. And after both of them did that, he's like, yeah, I'm not making these kind of movies anymore. So he walked. He was just right. Because like, then he because they ended this. up because, like, you know, he wrote Uncle Buck and yeah. he wrote Home Alone, which neither of those fits the same, you know, paradigm or whatever. Yeah. As his 80s Brat Pack movies do. Hmm. Well, what about so when was Weird Science then? Boy, it was like 80, 83, 84. That one was real early. Yeah. That's a good like, one. Like, that might be... Yeah. That's a very <laughs> good one, yeah. <laughs> it's... it's. When was the last time you saw it? I have not seen Weird Science in a very long time. Uh, it's pretty weird watching it now, <laughs> I thought. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. It's... I think that I watched it with my wife one night, like, after the kids went to bed. I was like, oh, let's just put this on. And yeah. I remember thinking, like, "Ooh, this is like not as good as, as I remember it being." Yeah. But. But uh, anyway, so sort of uh, very tangentially speaking of Anthony Michael Hall, um, you know, we we I lost power for like a little bit over a day mm-hmm. last. Uh, well, it was New Year's Eve actually? It was the power went out? I was in the middle of cooking dinner on New Year's Eve, and the power went out, and I didn't have power for like twenty-seven hours. So, Jeez. um, did you read, yeah, did you read a lot of sucks, books, but well, I read one from like, because beginning what? to end. Yeah. It wasn't a super long book. Okay. So uh, obviously, but, mm-hmm. uh, cause yeah, we had just gone a couple days earlier. We went on like a little day trip and we went mm-hmm. into this bookstore and they had some deal where it was like, if you spent 50 bucks, you got like 20% off or something like that. So I was looking around, like I figured between the two of us, you know, my wife and I, we could spend that much money in a bookstore. Yeah. And uh, so I ended up finding a book I didn't even know existed. There's like always a few like sections I always try to hit in a bookstore. Mm-hmm. Like I'm likely to find something I might be interested in 
in like sections A, B, and C or whatever. And, uh, and one of those sections is like sports books, you know, books about sports, not sports books. Like I'm going to go bet. Right. Um, and I found a book that, uh, I didn't even know existed. And if I, if I had known about it, I would have ordered it like probably the day it came out. So, uh, the, the book is called church of baseball. And, uh, it was written by Ron Shelton, who is the guy who, yeah, you make that face, but. Uh, so he wrote the screenplay for the movie, and it was his first time directing, uh, and the movie was Bull Durham. Okay. Which, yeah. in my opinion, is not just the greatest baseball movie of all time, but probably the greatest sports movie of all time. Mm-hmm. And so he wrote a book, like, this is just the whole story of, like, the making of uh, of Bull Durham. So, and, uh, I mean, it was it was short enough that I read it, you know, in, like, literally 24 hours. Right. And, you know. I mean, how much can there be to this? How much is there to say about the making of that movie? I mean, I he probably could have gone. I mean, it's only a couple hundred pages. He could have gone farther than that because he talked <laughs> about the process of writing the script. And then, like, the book is written, it's kind of broken down into like writing the script and then pre production and then production. Right. But, you know, it's just interesting because you get to, you know, you, you get to learn about all of these sort of inside baseball things mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, that, that occurred. Right. And, um, one of the things I thought was interesting, so he had to like, you know, Kevin Costner was like the only actor where like that was an easy sell because he was becoming, uh, you know, like a leading man right around that time. So right. Like, oh, we can get Kevin Costner. Great. Yeah. But, um, you know, trying to uh, to ca- I don't know how long it's been since you've seen uh, Bull Durham, but uh, he had a harder time casting uh, Nuke and Annie, who ended up, you know, that was uh, Susan Sarandon and uh, uh Tim Robbins. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Tim Robbins. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't think I've seen the entire movie to be honest with you. Oh, well you should. Cause it's like, I mean, I know sports movie of all time. Um, and this, is this a pre field of dreams, Kevin Costner? I mean, like, I think that people will say, Oh, you know, uh, uh, field of dreams is the best sports movie, but you know, and it's really not really a sports movie. No, it's like it's using baseball to tell a story that really has not. I mean, I love Field of Dreams. It's an mm-hmm. awesome movie, but it's really not. It's a movie where if you love baseball, I think you're going to love it even more. Yeah. But you don't even have to like sports at all to like like Field of Dreams. So, uh, yeah, I think this predates Field of Dreams by a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he was oh, probably anyway, in like he probably did Field of Dreams because of this. Could be he's been in at least three baseball movies. Okay, that I can think of off the top of my head. So, um, but anyway, I just thought one thing I thought was was kind of interesting. Like you know, he would talk about Ron Shelton. You know, he would talk about certain people where he's going to say something negative, and so he wouldn't say their name, <laughs> right? Like, like well, we had this one actress come in and and read for Annie. And then, you know, or, or she refused to read. We had to just give her the part because she was a big enough actress that she refused to audition. And, you know, he kind of strung out the story more, but it's like, wow, this person really sounds like a, like an a-hole, you know, like an <laughs> egotistical a-hole. And so he wouldn't say their name or like he was having a recurring problem with like an executive at the studio and he wouldn't say their name. But you can but, figure it out probably. I, I mean, I couldn't, but I'm not, you know, maybe somebody that's more plugged into the entertainment industry would mm-hmm. be able to, but... Uh, that's not me. But what was funny is he had no problem dragging Anthony Michael Hall's name through the mud. <laughs> so I guess he's not enough of a major player to worry about. But like he was saying that 
uh, somebody at the studio was like pushing to have Anthony Michael Hall play uh, Tim Robbins' role as Nuke Lelouch, which I can't even see that. But this guy was really pushing, and she's like, "Okay, fine, I'll meet with him." Mm-hmm. And so, like, they set up a meeting at like some restaurant in New York City, and then Anthony Michael Hall shows up, and he hasn't read the script. And so then Ron Shelton is just like, well, then get out, get out of here. Like, come back. We'll meet back here tomorrow. Read the script between now and then. Right. And so then, like, he comes back the next day, and he's only read, like, the first 30 pages. And so then he just tells him, like, all right, we're done. Right. Yeah. And so, like, you know, and then that was the end of that. But I thought it was kind of, it was interesting that he had no problem, you know, like, I'm going to, I'm going to name names as far as anthony michael hall goes but everybody else i'm gonna let them live in secrecy <laughs> well when did he write the but, book i mean because i like this anthony book Mac- just came out okay so like, i mean it's not year. it's certainly like it doesn't even matter at this point like i you know i think anthony michael hall still does like some acting like i, I feel like i saw him in something like recently and yeah. i was surprised to see him but it, it's like he's not like he's not afraid of him i'm sure <laughs> yeah yeah but to me, it was kind of obvious that, like, I'm not going to afford him the same level of respect that, you know, I'm yeah. going to give to these other two uh, individuals. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so just like uh, anybody out there listening, if you like Bull Durham, that's like a, you know, like that's one of my favorite movies. If you mm-hmm. feel the same way, uh, I highly recommend uh, that book. It was it was entertaining enough that I just, you know, consumed it. Yeah. Like not all in one. Go- I literally read the book in two sittings. Yeah. And, so. and also because you literally couldn't do anything else. Yeah, I mean, thank goodness we have a lot of battery-operated lights. Yeah. So we were able to uh, to read. Yeah. So, but, like, um, what is going... Like, I was not aware of, like, everything that's happening with these storms. You know, yeah. I, I mentioned to you, like, when you said, oh, I might lose power again. Just, like, yeah. you know, it seems like every year it's, like, the new, like, worst ever, you know, yeah. like, so-and-so storm. And, yeah, uh, I mean, we had the same thing happen last year. Uh, and in fact, I went, you know, because I was complaining about it on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And so I went back to see when was that? And it was like, exactly it was like a little bit later in January. But I remember I lost power for like 28 hours last time. So I, they improved by one hour uh, this time. But, <laughs> but it was the same thing. It was just like bucketing down rain mm-hmm. and then like, you know, high winds. So, yeah. Because um, we know what happens is that, you know, the, the, the ground gets saturated and then you get these high winds that move in mm-hmm. and because the ground is so wet, it's a lot easier to topple trees over. Right. So, yeah. Uh, everybody's, I see so many people, especially on like local social media, blaming like PG and E like, Oh, this is because of PG and E. And it's like, well, there's certainly a lot of issues with PG and E like they kind of suck, but you know, it doesn't matter who's running the show. Like if a tree falls over and knocks down a power line, like that, that can happen anywhere. So yeah, um, but yeah, that's what's been going. And this year, I guess in a way it's kind of worse because it's not one storm. It's like, we're having like four storms in a row. So, uh, the first storm was on new year's Eve and that, like I said, knocked out power. And then we've had a second storm that I don't know what a bomb cyclone is. I didn't think there was anything bomb about it. I didn't like it, but, uh, that was the second one that came through. Bomb and and ex- explosion. Yeah. Right. But we didn't get that kind of got, I guess, a little bit detoured enough that we didn't get the worst of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, my whole street was flooded and I had water most of the way up to my front door. But um, that's, you know, that's probably happened five times at least since I've lived in this house. So we just have really bad uh, drainage in my neighborhood. So yeah. 
Um, when I, when I, th- when I think to- <laughs> when I think about bad storms, I was yeah. like, I think like one of the uh, like one of my favorite uh, bithead videos is when he like does the pickups in the storm. Oh yeah, yeah. That was during uh, what hurricane? <laughs> it was like, it was, like it was during a hurricane. Hurricane Sandy, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was funny. <laughs> I mean, it shouldn't. It's, I mean, it shouldn't be funny, but it's pretty funny. I well, I like it when he shows it. He's like, so it's like Jack and Dax are complete, and then the manual, the <laughs> flies, manual flies. He's out. like, what's yeah. complete? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's that, that's definitely a good it's one. The, it's the old days of business. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's like I, you know, then I see on the internet, you know, people from other parts of the country about like, oh, people from Northern California are complaining because there's like a little bit of weather. But it's just like you have to understand that like, it's not. It's this not, is like a med. It's not typical. It's a Mediterranean climate. We're not. We don't have like the infrastructure and whatnot. Yeah. To like, you know, when these storms hit us, like we don't. I don't have storm windows. We don't have like as good of of a drainage as we should in the neighborhood. Like. Yeah. All of our power lines are above ground, et cetera, et cetera, because normally we don't need that. Right? Yeah, and, so, and and you shouldn't because you've like haven't needed it up to this point. It's just like the same thing yeah. with, you know, like all the pipes freezing in in Texas and stuff like that. Exactly. It's like there's exactly. just no infrastructure like in place for that stuff. And I mean, I like are people saying like you know those Texans can't deal with a little cold. You know. I mean, I think I see some of that, but it's just by you know by jerks on the internet but right you know it's no different when you know you have a heat wave come through an area where like you know nobody has an air conditioner because normally it doesn't get hot enough to right. to warrant that like that happens right over here in san francisco like we get they've been getting heat waves sometimes where like literally like people will die like old people mm-hmm. will die because like they don't have air conditioning and like it gets so hot that they you know because they're old and fragile or whatever yeah. but it's just like you know, because normally in San Francisco, you, if it's a little warm, you just open the window. Like you don't you don't need an AC. Right. But, well, I mean, uh, it's it's like the opposite of, you know, what, the week before Christmas or like a couple of days before Christmas, we had incredibly cold weather here. And it was like negative six, yeah. like all day long. Yeah. It was in the negatives, even when like the sun, I, you know, it I had to I was like alone uh, for Christmas Eve and like half of the day on Christmas because. Uh, the Wednesday before Christmas, Christmas was on what Saturday, <clears throat> Sunday, on on Sunday, yeah. Uh, so my my wife and the kids went up to her parents, who were like you know two and a half hours away, and yeah. I stayed here because I had to be like available for work if I had an and plus I had some other stuff I could work on, and I was gonna supposed to. Go you up were there still on, doing the end of the year video, weren't you? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and it, you know, like this, they they live about two and a half hours away. And it's not it's not that bad to get get up yeah. there, but when this cold hit and then uh, you know like some snow. But the th- the thing is is that uh, we got like ice and snow, and it wasn't there wasn't a bunch of it. The problem is is that anytime they try to melt it, it just like turns into black ice. Oh, so it would just instantly like refreeze. Yeah. So that's that's. See, I've never lived in a cold climate, mm-hmm. so like I don't really understand the logistics of this kind of stuff. Right. Well, I mean, you can, you can, you understand what I mean, though. Like when say like dump yes. salt and it would like melt and you know and like yeah. just turns to water. It's so yeah. cold that it just like refreezes and then right. it's invisible. Uh, yeah. So I was just like by myself uh, from like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then we met halfway on Christmas Day. And I, yeah, uh, 
there's like a like a rest stop that has like these outlets and stuff that are like it's like a little bit over an hour for me and like a little bit over an hour for them yeah so we just met and exchanged and you know like exchanged the family and then went back uh but you know it was just insanely cold and there was just driving that amount of time there was just like cars abandoned on the side of the road like stuff like we it gets it gets cold enough to snow here a few times a year and uh you know, sometimes there's a lot of snow, sometimes there's not. But this was just, like, far beyond, like, anything that I had seen. And and this is going without, like, I didn't even know until, like, days after the fact, like, of what happened in Buffalo. Yeah. Where there's just, like, so much snow that, like, people froze to death. Like, they lost power and then they froze to death. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. Even in a place that's used to, like, heavy snow and... And cold, like Buffalo, you know, still, yeah, still not. There's, <laughs> there's like, there's no infrastructure for that level, right, right. So this is our first time uh, recording anything yeah. since Christmas. Yeah. Though. So we should say, so, is this what episode is what? this? <laughs> oh, geez, I don't even know. Is this episode? 12? I think this is episode twelve of Here's My Question for You. I'm I not, think so. I'm not sure if there will be even any. Like actual real questions in this one, but there could be. Well, I was about to ask you one. Oh, okay, hit me. Yeah. Oh well, it's not as fairly mundane, but I was just <laughs> curious. What like what'd you get for Christmas? I got some uh, um, compression socks, and I got like a little mini tripod for. Uh, yeah, I put a put a quick release plate on it. It's like a mini uh, tripod that's like actually kind of heavy duty, and mm-hmm. I can put whatever i want on it i can put like uh like a camera on it or i can put uh i don't know like lights or microphones or whatever it's just really uh easily portable and but like somebody bought you that as as for my mom like basically she's like hey i'm gonna send you some stuff you know like yeah she just looks at my my wish list and gets me some stuff okay does your mom watch your show (laughs) no no or i'm just asking (laughs) my mom's seen a couple episodes of my show you know yeah well, I, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure that my mom has like seen some of it. I, apparently, my dad has been watching it. Yeah. Uh, but she also got me this. This is the uh, the well spoken thesaurus. Dude, I love. I have. I have. A, I have a thesaurus within reach as well. Not that one. That one's probably fancier. But well, I don't know. See the difference. I think that's the best tool that you can have. Like. When you're a writer of any kind, whether it's scripts or anything else. Yeah. And like I've said before that I struggle the most with writing. And I'm really pushing myself to get better this year. See, yours is like... Yours is like a, a fancy real one. The difference with this one is... Well, I don't know if it's fancy. It's just an Oxford writer's thesaurus. So this one doesn't just use words. It has like phrases, which is like see, the reason I... Like I that. Yeah. See, that's the main reason I was interested um, like, like if you look up, uh, like do not, and then there's like a bunch of phrases like do not keep from me. And it says, do not deprive me of yes. and stuff like that. It has like phrases for phrases, which is something that I need. So I, you yeah. know, I'm definitely been struggling with my writing in previous years. So this year I'm just really, uh, trying to force myself to get better. And the only way to get better is to just keep on doing it. So I'm just like taking yeah. on different things to like keep on writing and hopefully 
it will uh, improve over time and make it so that it yeah. is less of a like a soul crushing experience for me because I just get frustrated oh, gosh. and I like I, I rewrite paragraphs all the time and uh, it's just like the less that I've written the less that I write I feel like I lose my my voice you know yeah. like something that's not like written by me but it sounds like it's like written by that chat gpt ai right. thing where it's just like yeah. i really have blah 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 it's just like very i don't know like uh like robotic sounding so i'm trying to just inject a little bit of that and that's and, and also trying to do better with like my narration and reading uh, aloud of that material yeah um so i got that and i also got like like a, a water bottle because that's what we need is wow. another water bottle. I was going to say, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone got that. Uh, Santa Claus brought yeah. that. Oh, Santa Claus came to your house too? Yeah, we had some. Yes. Santa Claus threw, threw some stuff around our house too. So. Just like tossed it around. Uh, but the compression socks are good. I know I've, I've yeah. explained before that I, uh, I suffer from Renault's disease or... Yeah. I don't know if it's like actually a disease, but just like I have very bad circulation in my. In, Probably more of a syndrome, really. Yes, it, it yeah. might be like syndrome, you know, Renault yeah. syndrome. Yeah, uh, but I just you know my my fingers and my hands and my toes and my feet get really really cold. Uh, yeah. So the compression socks, like they're a little silly. Like I pull them, like they go way up, like to my knees. Yeah. <laughs> but they work. It's kind of nice. Yeah. Uh. Other than that, um, uh, Santa Claus brought my wife and I a dehumidifier or a humidifier. Rather. Oh, wow. You need both. I have, I have a dehumidifier like in the basement already. I said yeah. dehumidifier because I'm just used to saying that. Just, just brought like a... Uh, uh, but I'm saying you need dehumidifiers in your basement, but then in the upper portion of your house, you need to humidify well just like during this time of the year i guess it's Cause what, just because the like the because the furnace like dries out yeah the air. yeah and it just okay. makes it easier to breathe like uh at night and we got this it's this one that has like these little you put these little tabs in there they have like it's not like theraflu but it's like um some kind of menthol kind of thing you mean? yeah yeah it's like okay. a thing that just you know clears yeah. clears your passageways sure clears out out those dirty passageways yeah, I don't know why it would, that just gave me that mental image. Uh, I don't know how long it's been since you've seen Crocodile Dundee, the first one. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. You remember when he, he's at that party and there's that guy like uh, uh, I, I don't know if he was snorting it or just getting ready to snort some coke, and uh, like Dun Mick Dundee, like he thought that he had like a head cold or something. <laughs> So he got like a tea kettle and used it to fill up a bowl so there'd be steam. Right. And he took all the guy's Coke and just dumped it into the water <laughs> and then had him put his head over it and put a towel over it. But it was kind of funny because like, you know, obviously Mick didn't understand that he was snorting Coke. Right. But then this other guy thought, I think, that like Mick was showing him like, oh, here's this cool new way to like do Coke. <laughs> I you know I need I need to rewatch that movie because it's been it has been so long, uh, and it's just it's like it's it's probably a lot more funny than I remember it. Like that is it's, I feel like that, that movie is, holds up very well in my opinion. And it has that it's like it's a very good movie at showing like that quintessential like dirty New York City 
Oh yeah, of of the eighties, yeah. which is cool. Yeah, I th- I'm I'm pretty sure I saw that movie in the movie theater. Really? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so what? What did you get? What is? Oh, what I'm did, so sorry. What did um, Santa bring you? See, I was already ready to move on, but um, <laughs> just because I forgot what I was talking about. Uh, what did I get? Well, I, the main thing. I mean, I got every year. I ask for socks and beer, just because like. My like my wife has excellent taste. I don't know if we've talked about this before or not. I feel like we've talked about this already, but my wife has excellent taste in socks. Hmm. So like as much as like when I was a kid, like the last thing you want when you're a kid is like socks, right? Right. But as an adult, like I'm not excited about going and buying socks. But like if if I put my wife on the case, like, hey, I need some socks, like she's on it and you're gonna get like some baller socks. So <laughs> So I got like they're not compression socks because I don't I don't need that but um uh but I got a couple of nice pairs of uh, wool socks mm-hmm. which is you know what I like wearing in the winter because it's cold yeah um and then like I said I got some beer so you know but again it's like I can buy my I, you know I can go to the grocery store and buy my own beer like she goes to like specialty stores and get like she knows about certain beers that I like mm-hmm. that I ca- we can't get them at the normal stores we go to. And so she'll know like which stores she can go to and and get that. So uh you know I appreciate that. But uh so the main thing that she got me, well she didn't even get it for me because she made them is uh I don't know if you'd still call so like if you're listening to the show I'm, I have to des- describe it. So these are like mittens mm-hmm. but that they don't they don't have fingers. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like I, so, I was gonna comment on those when I saw like, you wearing them before. Yeah, yeah. like like so, like almost like fingerless gloves, but it looks like it doesn't. Yeah, have... but like you know, you can get you can get gloves where it's just like half the finger mm-hmm. is cut off. Yeah, so you're you're still putting your fingers through little holes. Yeah, and I don't I don't like that. Like this is just one big hole. Yeah, for all four of your fingers. Um, but I I had a pair that I bought just a couple weeks before Christmas actually that are also knitted, but they're they're very like thick i guess like bulky mm-hmm. so it's I mean, they're very comfortable but it's it's hard to like hold a video game controller oh yeah for example, yeah i mean them. that's that because they're just too thick but yeah these that she bought me um they're much thinner but they're still um i forgot what the the yarn is made of it was something kind of fancy but um they're thinner so like it's a lot easier to wear these gloves and be typing or mm-hmm. playing a video game and plus my wife made these with her own two hands so What's cooler than that? Did you did you see her making um, those? Yes, it was not a surprise because okay. I mean she these are these are completely bespoke mittens. <laughs> like she measured my hands and everything, so to make sure that I got like a because I just like I have pretty big hands, like mm-hmm. not like basketball player big, but they're big enough that you know I I have a hard time sometimes finding gloves that fit comfortably. Uh, I also have a big head, so I have the same problem there. Um, <laughs> And, um, so the fact that these were made to fit my hands, uh, was nice, but yeah, so, I mean, she, she spent most of our Christmas vacation, not, you know, if she was sitting down watching, you know, watching TV or something, then, you know, she was, you know, knitting. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, but, but she, you know, but she had finished them before than, you lost power. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. So. That's yeah, pretty cool. Uh, Ladybird got uh, a new food dish from Santa. Oh heck yeah! It has her has her name on it. Oh, Ladybird. even better. Yeah, that's that's yeah. that's pretty special. 
Well, that's like that's cool. It's pretty cool, yeah. I'm. Uh, I I think that my animals would be envious about that. Well, you should do something about that. So maybe, maybe we should. Um, I don't know if you know. There's the the Instagram account called Simon's Cat. <laughs> no. Uh, it's this guy. This guy he just makes these cartoons about uh, like uh, animation cartoons, mm-hmm. not you know about cats. Like and you know it's about his cat. His I guess he's Simon and he has a cat, right? And right. then But and then now there's a, also a kitten. So it's kind of like this whole Garfield normal thing going on. Um, but anyway, they're just they're very funny, and my wife's a big fan uh, of that guy. And so I ordered a few things from that guy's like store mm-hmm. or whatever. And so that's where Ladybird's uh, food dish came <laughs> from. So it's a Simon's Cat uh, food dish. But you can put whatever name you want on it. Yeah, when you order it, you just say what name you want on there. That's that's very thoughtful. It's thoughtful. I, I mean, i i try to be I try to be a thoughtful gift giver. Yeah. You 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 spend a lot of the year, or do you make like mental notes or write down anything like, oh, this person likes this, I might. Yeah, I want to well, circle back to this later on. I mean, mostly just for my wife, I would say. Mm-hmm. Not, I don't. I mean, I don't really give anybody else uh, gifts, really. So, um, but yeah, I'll just notice. You know, my wife will make some comment about something that she would like to have or whatever, and I'll just sort of make a note in my head that oh, that'd be something I could grab her for Christmas or her birthday or mm-hmm. whatever. So, uh, yeah. But anyway. So are we done talking about Christmas presents? Yeah, I mean, for the most, like, I mean, I don't can't think of what? anything else that I, I got. I mean, it's just, like, besides okay. that, like, you know, for us, it's just about, like, what we get for the kids. Because I think that we're so tired. Like, we almost, my wife and I just almost never, we just buy whatever. We take, we buy something we want and then, like, put it under, under the tree. Like, you buy your own gift, you're saying? Well, I mean, this year we ran into a situation where we realized that we had no Santa gift. Uh, anything for Santa to bring us. Because the way that right. Santa works in our family is yeah. that Santa only brings, like, one present per right. person. yes. I think we went you, over this. You explained before. this last time, yeah. Right, and it's it's never wrapped. It's just, like, one thing. What? Yeah, it's not wrapped. Uh, it's what just, do you mean it's not wrapped? Like, you're saying all the any present that Santa brought is just sitting under the tree unwrapped? Yes. Okay. Now, does... Do you and your wife separately get a gift from Santa, or does he give you guys one joint gift? Uh, it depends. This year, okay. we, we both got the humidifier because we ran into a situation where we realized that there was we didn't have a Santa gift for us. Right. And like I bought that like right before because I knew that 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 uh, like that cold snap was coming. So I went yeah. out and got like dog food and you know got like supplies just in case. Not like right. not like bread or milk, but just like like dog food and you know yeah, and and whatever. And, uh, and I was at Target and she's like, "We don't have a Santa gift for us." And I'm like, "Well, can you think of anything?" You know, there's there's a lot of things I was thinking about. I was like, "Oh, maybe I could get like a, a new coffee pot for us or something because." We've been using like a Keurig for years, and then we decided to we drink too much coffee that the Keurig's kind of annoying. So we've like switched yeah. back over to our old like Mister Coffee. Uh, coffee What's pot. wrong with Mister Coffee? Nothing, nothing. We just we, we've had it's like fifteen years old. I mean, the guy's last name is Coffee. He probably knows a thing or two. <laughs> I, th- I always think of I uh, think of Spaceballs, where it's like Mister Coffee. Right. Yeah. And. Uh, 
so I was thinking about that, but you know, I was looking at these ones that like, cause so we have these two coffee machines like next to each other. It just like takes up so much space. I was like, well, maybe we could find something that's like, has like the Keurig pods because sometimes if I'm just like by myself, I don't want to make a whole pot of coffee for myself. That's when the, like, yeah. the pods are good. Mm-hmm. And we have like the reusable pods. We just, you can put your own coffee grounds into it and just reuse right. the thing. Uh, so I was like, well, maybe I could get us like a combo where it like doesn't take up so much space. And they were like, it was like $180. And my wife's like, just get us like a, do hum- get us a humidifier because we need one. Uh, and it was like $40, $35 maybe. <laughs> and it's like, all right, there's our, there's our Santa present. Last could, year. You could always not get yourself a Santa present. And then you could like use that as a teaching moment with your kids. <laughs> be like, oh, Santa didn't yes. bring you something. You'd be like, yeah, you remember back in August when this thing happened? Like, you know, like yeah. something that you did wrong. Be like, that's why we didn't get a gift from Santa. So, <laughs> you know, you better watch your P's and Q's next year. My, my favorite Santa, Santa anecdote these days is uh, so two years ago. Uh, the kids had gone to bed and we were setting up all the Santa stuff, filling the stockings. Yeah. And we have the stockings like hang from a bookcase and they had these like weighted yeah. things, like these weighted hooks. And I don't know what happened, but we like, I think my wife like hung the stocking on it and the weight, the weight flew off and like fell on <laughs> the, the plate of cookies and like shattered the plate. All over the place, and we were like, "Oh my God, is are they going to wake up?" Nobody woke up. Yeah, but we 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 didn't we didn't clean it up. We didn't clean up the shattered plate. Instead, we like left it. And yeah, it's been like a running joke where it's like every year I'm just like, I can't believe I can't believe Santa broke the plate. Like, yeah. what is he doing? Like, how did he do that? So, <laughs> all right. So th- this is like opened up a whole new cornucopia of questions for me, but. So, so you leave out a plate of cookies for Santa yeah. every year. And you know, So what, um, like what kind of cookies? Like, do you make the cookies or are they just like chip ahoy cookies? Oh no. Uh, I mean, my wife likes to bake a lot and every year yeah. she makes like uh, Buckeyes. I don't know what that is. So Buckeyes are, uh, like peanut butter balls, like dipped in chocolate. Okay. So they look like, you oh, know, damn. you know, the Ohio state. That sounds like Buckeyes. right up my alley. Yeah. Yes. But I just did. I'd never heard of. I, you know what? Next That's year, not what, next year I'm gonna I'm gonna send you. No, you're not. No, I mean no, seriously, we send them to. I'm still waiting for my chili. Like you keep saying you're oh. gonna send stuff, and then there's nothing. Well, I think we might have some Buckeyes in the freezers still left yeah. over, so I should send you some. Yeah. I should send you some. You really don't chili. have to. Do but that. no, I mean, but they're super good. The way that she yeah. makes them. Yeah. You know, it's like a, like a family thing, and I I think a lot of yeah. families around here do. So it's usually that or like what. And also, like, whatever uh, just happened to be, like, that my wife has made or got yeah. from, like, her family. Because usually it is, um, like, her, her mom is a huge, huge baker, and that's where my wife gets it from. And they, like, that was a huge thing for them growing up is that they would always bake with their mom. Yeah. So, I mean, that's why my wife is a really good cook. She's really good at just pulling stuff out of the uh, the fridge and, like, finding something to make from whatever yeah. she just has. And also like making cookies, which is like explains this, like my 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 pudge, which I mean I I think that I gained like maybe eight pounds in the last month, maybe more. See, my scale broke, and so I threw it out, and now I don't have one, and I 
I'm very happy with that. I just don't, <laughs> I don't want to know. Like, I know I'm fat. I don't need a readout to tell me. Well, I just, just wear dark clothing. I say I got a black sweater on. Done. I know, but my my problem is that yeah. I just like I feel gross. Like anytime I have to put on uh, like non sweatpants. I always joke about it because my wife like when the pandemic hit. You know, you spend so much time like at home and you just like yeah. wearing like 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 joggers or something like that, like sweatpants at home oh. all the time. And she like <laughs> says, I don't want to wear hard pants. Which are like jeans. Well, like anytime I put like jeans on, I'm like, oh, it'll make me feel. Oh, we'll see. We we can talk about that after we're done recording (laughs) because I got a solution for that. But uh, I don't I don't give brands shout outs if they don't pay for it. So uh, we'll talk about that later. But uh, although I do think it's well, I'm not done talking about the cookies, but I also have to say not that it's interesting. It's just people are different. Like I can't do like I can't sit around the house in my pajamas all day or like have sweatpants on. Like I don't. And that goes all the way back to when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. Like I, I have to like, like I can do it for a couple hours. Like I'll get up and have breakfast, yeah. and then like, it could be mid morning, and I still haven't kind of you know gotten dressed, as I say. Mm-hmm. But like at some point, I gotta go take a shower and like oh, do mean, whatever else. I and shower. I have to put on. But, no, no, I get that. But I'm saying like I have to put on clothes that are like as if I'm gonna go somewhere. Yes. Like I'm going to work or I'm going wherever else. I have to like get dressed. Mm-hmm. Or I just feel like a total piece of crap. And that's just like my thing. Like I don't, I don't judge other people for doing that. On, on the contrary, I'm probably jealous. But no, you know, I mean, I think it goes goes back to my high school days when I just had like nowhere to go. You know, if it was like summer or whatever else, and I had nowhere to go, and for some reason, if I at least got dressed and felt like like I could go somewhere, mm-hmm. it made me feel better about myself. And it, it's like even though I'm 45, I still have the exact same thing. I'm, I see. I'm right there with you, uh, up until 2020, and then I was like, "Oh, you know, I'm not going anywhere." So, oh yeah, whatever. And then like, then still, you know, it's uh, listen. I'm if I wear sweatpants, like these joggers, yeah. like I feel like it's totally acceptable. Like I will not, I will not go, yeah, in like anywhere in like pajama pants. Like I see people at the grocery yeah. store all the time, like in pajama pants. Like I, like I, well, I, yeah, I don't think I'll don't... ever hit that point. I don't, I mean, if someone else does it, I really don't, I'm not judging people for like, oh, we're wearing flannel pajamas at the grocery store. Like who cares? But I just, like I well, personally. I, I, I won't judge other people for doing it. I'm just yeah. know that like, I, I, I'm not going to do that. My wife doesn't even like to go outside if she's not like, like quote unquote, like dressed. Mm-hmm. Like if she has, cause you know, she, she's a lady, right? So she wears yoga pants a lot around yeah. the house. Like she doesn't even want to go outside to like get the mail or something mm-hmm. with the yoga pants on. It's like not appropriate. You know, you got to get dressed for you to do that. Even to go get the mail. And I don't, like I said, I don't, I, I mean, don't I totally disagree. Wife... I don't want to go outside with sweatpants mm-hmm. on. I don't want the neighbors to see me, you know? Yeah. But that, you know, that just, that, that, that speaks to our own insecurities. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. I, Cause I don't, perhaps. I mean, yeah. But, I, but it's saying, also I don't like, see someone else doing that and think like, Ooh, wow. You've, you've given up on life. Like, <laughs> I don't I don't care. You do you, man. Yeah. I, I, I think you have more self-respect than for, your, for yourself than, well, than I do. We want, if we myself. want to try to frame it in a positive way, we could say that, I guess. You know, it's like I don't like to look I like think it. I'm just more self-conscious. Like I, I have to have nice clothes and like, you know, I, I grew up without that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. so I think for me now it's like, you know, I, I have to wear like, you know, name brand clothes and look nice and blah, 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 just because I I'm still trying to 
overcome issues that that I took on when I was like 14 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how do we? I don't. I forgot how we guys started talking about. Uh, well, we oh, because of baking. Because yeah. of baking. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Because I'm not done yet. Okay. So, so every year after your. Wait, hold on. Do you you don't do this after your kids go to bed? Like your kids put out the cookies, right? Like. Yes. Yes. The, okay. The kids so put your kids. The yes. They haven't gone to bed yet. You get a plate out. Your yeah. kids put some stuff on the plate and then put it like on what the fireplace or whatever. Well, we don't have a fireplace, but you know, it's just like on a platform, like. Last couple okay. years we've been using like a TV tray. Okay, you don't have a fireplace? No, no. How can a house not have a fireplace? I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, I mean, almost everything in this house is electric. The only thing that's like, well, like my fireplace is like a gas insert, but I'm saying I still have it. Yeah, no. There's... You're saying there's not like a chimney coming out of your house, nope. like at all. No. Nope. Okay, that's. Is it like a newer home? Or... Yeah, it was built in '97. Okay, all right, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, anyway, that's really neither here nor there. So I'm just saying, like, at some point, your kids put out cookies, and then your right. kids go to bed, and then you guys put out the unwrapped presents from Santa. Correct. And then that's also when you. So there's already presents from you guys under the tree. Yeah. I right? well, I mean, so you just you add the Santa presents. You know, we we sometimes put like a couple of presents underneath. You know, through, okay. like the during the lead up. Uh, but we had to yeah. stop doing that because, like, my dog, like, got into one and, like, ripped all the paper off of it. All right. So we had to okay, so stop doing that. All right. All right. So anyway, you do that. You put the stockings up. Mm-hmm. Well, the stockings were but already then, hanging. We just fill them. Okay. So, but then what happens to the cookies? My my wife and I eat them. Eat, eat like, a bunch of them. But we le- we, we intentionally make okay. a mess of it. Like, we, like okay. we just want to take a couple of bites of some of them. And so it just looks like somebody somebody was here. They were in a hurry. Yeah. They, they stuffed some cookies into their face. They got some crumbs everywhere. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I like that. It's good. And then this thing fell off and, like, shattered the plate all over. And it was, like, such a mess. But right. there was, like, pieces, like, they would have been, like, a real pain in the butt to get to. So we just decided to, like... Did you still eat some of the cookies, though? Yeah. Well, were, you the, worried, we, we, were you worried about, like, shards of plate? We had already eaten because, you know, we had, we eat the oh, cookies okay. as we're filling the stockings. Got it. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. But it, like, shattered it, uh, and so it still comes up, though. I still laugh about it. I'm like, I can't believe the Santa broke the plate. Yeah. Because it yeah. was, like, this Christmas plate. It was, like, the only one of this kind of plate. And it's just- You like, never thought about, like, getting yourself a new Christmas plate from Santa? No. No, that'd be kind of <laughs> that cool. would be like, kind oh, of fun. Santa gave us a yeah. That that is that's a good idea. Like maybe next year, that's what we'll do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, All right. Anyway, what? That's that. That was it. That was it. Okay. Okay. Because uh, I was going to move on to the next thing. Yeah. This is still not a question though. Okay. But is it more of just a statement? I I guess I don't really know. <laughs> so it's like. I don't know. You know, I feel like we keep having, this is like a recurring thing on the show where we talk about stuff and you tell me to do something or suggest I should do something and I do it. Right. <laughs> yeah. But then like, I'm always telling you, oh, this, that, whatever. And you don't do any of it. Right. Like, what have you actually done as, as a result of a conversation we've had on this show? I, I argue nothing. <laughs> I don't know. Like, what, what have you asked me to do? I, I watched uh, that soccer clip. Because I sent it to you and made you watch it while I was still on the phone with you. Yeah. That doesn't count. Um, although, man, that was rough editing that. I was like, oh, my God, I talked nonstop for like 25 <laughs> minutes. 
I know you say you don't care, but it bothers me anyway. So, um, anyway, so I'm saying like, you know, like I watched, uh, 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 high fidelity like 500 times. Cause of right, you. Yeah, and then yeah. I read the book cause of you. And then I read about a boy because of you. Like, I feel like you're, you're like giving me stuff to do and I'm like doing it, you know, which is leads up into the next thing. Well, listen, we talked about what? Die Hard, and I like watch Die Hard again. So I, you've seen Die Hard. Like, yeah, you, yeah, you but, shouldn't. You shouldn't need me to tell you to watch Die Hard. Right, but yeah. I was specifically thinking about it because of the conversation we had, and I was like yeah. messaging you during. That's it. true. Yeah. Yes, that is true. <laughs> credit where credit is due. Uh, anyway, so before anybody gets too excited, no, I did not watch Lord of the Rings, <laughs> but um, but I think this. This conversation, I think, happened in the same episode because I think this was still based on the question that Dustin left for us, Mm -hmm. you know, because I also admitted that I had never played uh, Link to the Past. Oh, I've been thinking about this. And I remember when I said that, I just remember, like, it was the way you said it, too, that I thought was funny where you were just like, can you just, can you just, like, do it? (laughs) You know, it was the way you said it. Because I was like, oh, maybe I'll play it over Christmas break. And you were like, yeah, yeah, but can you please just, like, do it? So, um, so I haven't finished the game cause it's very long, mm-hmm. but, um, but so I started playing link to the past, uh, over Christmas break and I'm like, I want to say I'm probably like halfway. How many of I the, think. uh, like you have obviously made it to the, the dark world and stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I have either two or three crystals. Okay. So, I mean like, you know, I got what is it's like three pendants or whatever. Yeah. And then you go to the dark world, and that's when you start getting the crystals. Yeah. And I have either two or three of them. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. So, so I feel like I'm about halfway through the game. Yeah. How How are you yeah. liking it? So, like, well, first of all, here's what I think is kind of funny about it is I think I even said it at the time that you know I had started playing the game several times, but I just kind of like lost interest in it mm-hmm. before I really got anywhere. Just I don't know. I, there's something about the way that game starts that I don't care for. I can't. Hmm. You know, it's like there's, there's too much talking, and then like. But there's really you have not. to go to the. Did you feel like there's yeah, still? Less? I don't like. But like in the first Zelda, there was like none. Oh yes, of course. Which is like great. It's like you know, it's dangerous to go alone. Take this, and that's like the last thing anybody says to you for kind of a long time. Yeah. So this one, it's like you know all this like yak yak yak, and then like you have to leave, and you don't have a sword, and you have to go to the mm-hmm. the castle, and to finally get. And there's something about it where it's just like eh, I don't I don't know about this, but. Since you told me, like, can you please, you know, whatever, <laughs> I was like, all right, I'm, I'm going to actually do it. And, um, oh, I've been playing, I've been using a guide, though. I have, hmm. uh, I don't know if you, you know, Zach Meston? Yeah, he was the, uh, he did all the work and designs in books. Yeah, so he, Zach, his, his very first guide that he wrote, like, solo was the Link to the Past guide. Really? So, and I have that. That's so I, cool. Yeah, so I've been... I've been using that. And it looks like, I think that I saw your Instagram post about it or something. And it lo- it looks like yeah. it's, it, it looks the kind of thing, that looks, it looks like the kind of hint book that might not have very many screenshots in there. That's correct, yeah. And it's just, is it mostly text? Yeah, it's a lot of text. That's, that's, that's cool. It's almost like reading like an it FAQ. Is. And it's not, um, the way it's written, you have to flip around a lot. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, like, I feel like most like, quote unquote, modern game guides are it's really just a big gigantic like visual walkthrough yeah oh exactly this this guide's not like that at all it has chapters but you know like a chapter will be like here's all the dungeons here's all the bosses here's all the heart containers it's almost like an actual book yeah and like there is a chapter called walkthrough Mm -hmm. but it's only like three pages long (laughs) 
because <laughs> it's just like telling you go go here get this do that yeah and so it'll say okay go get the whatever thing the cape the magical cape and then you have to go look up elsewhere mm-hmm. in the book okay where do i go get where do i go get the cape but uh um anyway though so as far as though how i'm liking it um what i would mainly just say is uh, first of all before i say what i'm about to say uh i just want to first state that i'm not one of these people that that doesn't like zelda 2 like i know that's like a common thing on the internet now it's like oh zelda 2 was stupid i don't know if that's like angry video game nerd stuff or not but like i remember when zelda 2 came out because my best friend got it mm-hmm. like the christmas of 88 when it was like super hard to find it was like it was like the, the chip shortage yeah, they that is Mario two like the U.S. U.S. Mario two was like was that the same Christmas or was that yeah yes because I remember yes. that was really hard to find those were the two like if you could you know those are the two games to get for Christmas mm-hmm. in eighty eight but I even remember in whatever issue of Nintendo Power they specifically said that like this game is only going to be available in like very limited quantities for Christmas uh, with sort of a wider release or whatever it wasn't until like February or something of, uh, of 89. So, but my friend was able to get, he got both games, uh, for Christmas mm-hmm. in, uh, in 88. And I remember just, you know, watching him play Zelda two and just, it seemed to me like so advanced. Yeah. And you know, like the fact that there was still the overworld, but you were like zoomed out more yeah. and it wasn't like just sort of single screens. Mm-hmm. It was, everything was scrolling around and then like you get into battles of people and it switched over into that side view. Like, like we both thought that Zelda two was a very, very cool game. Yeah. And I still feel that way now. You know, I beat Zelda two, uh, on a, a series of live streams on mm-hmm. the show. Yeah. But all that being said, uh, link to the past, like very much feels like the proper sequel. And I'm not saying anything anybody doesn't already know, but it, it's like the proper sequel to the original mm-hmm. legend of Zelda. Like it really feels like here's an actual advancement. Yes. Of that. Of, of that that sort of game design, mm-hmm. so and it's like one of the few. There's only a few games really that I play on the Super Nintendo where I, it really makes me feel like, like I, I'll never be sorry that I was a Genesis kid. Mm-hmm. But there's certain games that you play where you just think, man, you know, I, I wish I had had a Super Nintendo back then. Yeah, because I mean, so that I like could have played that. played this game when it was like you know contemporary or contemporaneous. Yeah. yeah. So so you are liking it then? You're. Oh yeah. Definitely. Although I'd say the same thing about, you know, the only thing that kind of annoys me about, you know, people, you know, speaking of like angry video game nerd mm-hmm. kind of stuff is, is people dump on Castlevania two so much. And it's always like, well, you can't beat that game without a guide. Cause like, to me, like how could anybody reasonably beat any Zelda game without a guide? Like would people mm-hmm. really going through like the first Zelda, just like totally blind and just like, randomly burning bushes until they found you know whatever they need to find the entrance to like i don't yeah i wonder if there's a single person out there i'm I'm sure there's plenty of people out there that did without a guide but i mean without like getting pointers from someone at school or like those pointers are coming from someone at school who got them from the nintendo helpline yeah or something or nintendo power like i wonder if there's anybody out there i'm i'm sure there is yeah, uh, but, but I, you can I say the same thing people. about Castlevania too. Like, I'm sure there's people out there that beat Castlevania two without. Well, I mean, even that, like Castlevania two, just I always think of the stupid like tornado part, where it's like you, there's just no way you would have known. 
Yeah. And yeah. I can't even imagine like figuring that out on my own. Yeah. Yeah. But I'd say the same thing about certain <clears throat> things in, in the Zelda games. So Yeah, yeah. But But like I don't mind. Like it's not to me it's not a criticism of the game that like, oh, you could never beat this without having to consult something. Like right. I don't care. So like to me it doesn't detract from the game. Like I I'm having fun mm-hmm. using like an old guide from you yeah, know nineteen ninety one or whatever, ninety two, I guess. That is a really cool way to do it. Playing through the game. Uh oh, and this was kind of cool too. Uh this should be in your wheelhouse since you kind of made a video about it. But um I started the game on my Ann Bernick mm-hmm. uh little emulation handheld yeah. and then copied my save file over to the Mr. Oh, and, okay. and picked it up on there. Do you have the so game on cartridge to... too, or no? Yeah. So yeah. what you should do? But I don't know. The the battery in that thing is probably dead. I'm guessing. I don't know that for a fact, but you should. You could replace that battery. I bet. Of course. And yes. there's like I, devices out there. I could send you like, lend you my like uh, my retroed. I could, someone else is borrowing it, but I could send it to you, and then you could take that save file that started yeah. on your Ambernick and. Yeah. copy it to your cartridge like that'd be just kind of a cool thing to do that's that's what yeah. i did with mine like i i beat the game like years and years ago when i borrowed it from a friend but then i yeah uh i eventually played through it all the way on a uh on the the wii virtual console yeah and then i was able to extract that save file and use my retro to put it on my cartridge yeah well i'd have to change the battery first yeah so so how far did you play on the ambernick so I'm, I'm asking about the ambernick we need to talk about the ambernick because uh, I got oh, like right. one of the new ones, like sent to me to do a video on. Oh, okay. And uh, uh, I so I didn't play it that far. So I started the game on Christmas Day. Okay, that's like that's a that's and a great day to start it too. I agree. Like, there's something about uh, like starting a new game, especially like a game that is like a timeless classic like that, like on Christmas yeah. Day. Yeah. And how many kids maybe got that for Christmas? Yeah. In 90, 92. Um. I didn't, so I, I only played it for the one day mm-hmm. uh, on um, on the, because the, the, so the only reason I did that is like, it's Christmas day and I want to be like, you know, in the living room with my wife hanging yeah. out and not, you know, in the basement or somewhere else playing a video game. So like this way, you know, we were watching stuff on, on, on TV mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, I got, I got one of my extra monitors and, and just <laughs> set it on top of the stereo cabinet and plugged it into the Apple TV so we could watch TV. Yeah. But, uh, but that way, you know, we could hang out together and sort of watch stuff, and I could just play on my. Yeah, it was, it was funny because we were we had stuff on, but like neither one of us was paying attention to it. Yeah, just background noise. Like it's. Yeah, I do that kind of. But stuff so like I that. was sitting there playing the playing the Zelda game, mm-hmm. uh, but pretty pretty quickly I I moved over to uh, like I think the next day probably you went to Boxing Day slash your birthday, mm-hmm. uh, I moved over to the Mister. So then you were obviously playing like on a PVM or. Yeah. There's yeah. like that is like a great looking game for a CRT also. Like those Absolutely, like like the colors yeah. are so rich in that game. Yeah. I mean, I would say that you know even growing up as a, as a Sega kid and like my love for for Sega, I would say that um in my opinion to in like in my memories and like when I played through it the first time like uh there's something about Link to the Past that it almost feels like a perfect perfect game. Yeah, <laughs> it's like one of very few games that was that to me is basically perfect. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's perfect, but it's a very very good game. Mm-hmm. So wait, did you did you have a Super Nintendo? Uh, so I got a Super Nintendo the summer that Street Fighter Two came out. 
So was it like 93? Yeah, because there was a price drop also where it didn't come oh. with the game. It just came with yeah. one and one controller. So I right. I mowed lawns until I had, it was like a like oh, 100. Nice. All right, I needed like $200 to get the game, an extra controller, and, and the system. And Street Fighter. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Rem, I remember that day very, very vivid, vividly. I was so excited yeah. to go and get where'd it. You go, like, where'd you get it? I got Electronics Boutique. Uh, but I remember I came home that day and something happened with like the power lines and like we didn't have power like all day long. So, oh, no. so, so I couldn't play it. It's just like That's such a, it's such a funny thing because I remember, I just remember like how it felt outside. Like so many, like so many yeah. like, like lucid memories, I guess, of that day. And talking to all the neighbors, being like, "When do you think it's going to be back on?" Like, it's got a Super Nintendo. I'm so excited. Yeah. And uh, that's it's just one of those days. But that that was that was when I got the game, because you know I was a big fan of Street Fighter Two in the arcade, specifically the yeah Championship Edition, which is I I would say is my favorite version of Street Fighter Two. I think yeah. we've talked about that before, not in the show, but yeah, we're like, we're in agreement on that, yeah. But I'm, I'm glad you, uh, I'm glad you liked it because I was kind of nervous that you wouldn't. <laughs> well, I just I wish I could have finished it over break, but you know, just like the weather started, you know, giving us trouble, and it's like you know the the last several days of vacation were were really not relaxing at all. Right. So, well, I mean, same uh, here. In fact, although this kind of this is kind of funny, because so, I was playing the game on New Year's Eve, because mm-hmm. um, it was up. So it it was uh, you know up in my like quote unquote office upstairs. I mentioned this before and I was talking about, you know, having sort of my ideal little gaming setup yeah. and recording the PlayStation stuff. So like that's where my editing computer is set up. Right. And then I have a little PVM next to the computer. So all of that stuff, including the PVM, are plugged into like a, a un- uninterruptible power supply. So So it um, has like it's like battery backup. Exactly. Right. Right. So uh so the power, like, so I'm cooking dinner, right? Because I, I basically paused my game and then I just shut off the monitor. Yeah. And then I go downstairs, I'm cooking dinner, and uh, the power goes off and on like three times. Or it went off, it came back on twice. The third time it didn't come back on. And so, like, I'm just trying to, like, cook dinner. Because it's, like, almost <laughs> done, right? And so the power would go off and I'm like, ugh. And then it would come back on. And so I'm, like, lighting the flame under the food again trying to get it, you know, because I'm just trying to get it to cook the rest of the way. Because I figure the, at some point it's not going to come back on, right? So yeah. I'm just trying to get it, like, can we just eat? If I can just get it finished, <laughs> then we can just eat. This may be your but, final uh, chance to eat for who well, knows. Well, kind of. Um, but so anyway, whatever happened there is not really the point of the story. But so at some point the power came off and or went off and didn't come back on. And I was like, okay, well, whatever. So I just, like, covered all the food. and uh, And then I went upstairs. But, of course, my game was still fine because the mister and everything else is plugged into that battery backup. Yeah. So I was able to, I turned the monitor back on and I was able to save my game. And then I just <laughs> went ahead and shut everything off. Oh, nice. So that's, that's, that's lucky. I mean, I have all my stuff down, uh, down here on separate UPSs also. Yeah. I mean, I mostly did it, uh, for the, you know, cause it's also like a surge protector. Yeah. Like, and I, cause this is an old house that has old wiring mm-hmm. and you know, I don't know how, other UPSs work, but the way mine works is like everything is run off the battery, basically. Like the right. the unit takes the AC mm-hmm. and then like like transforms it into DC mm-hmm. to charge the battery, 
and then it has its own internal AC generator. Right. And it, it, so it's it kind of that way you get good like I don't know if you could like clean power. Or right. Whatever, exactly. But it's just yeah. like you're not going to get any weird like spikes or whatever, and it's not going to screw up any of my like stuff. Like that that sine wave will be perfect or yes, whatever. Yes, very very sinusoidal. <laughs> You you probably yeah. know more about that than I do, but I mean I took math classes. Is <laughs> not we don't really talk about sine waves too much. In, but yeah, uh, it's in my job. Although sometimes I guess, but just what is it? Uh, you know, like you said, like like clean power, just like volt yeah. a voltage regulator. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, just plugging it into the wall. I'm saying is like mm-hmm. eh, in this house. I don't know. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. So anyway, it saved my butt. Although it's not like I wouldn't have lost that much progress. Yeah. But I don't want to lose any progress. That's annoying. Well, it's, it's, it's kind of a bummer, though, that you lost power on New Year's Eve, so you didn't get to, like, do any of the other, like, you didn't get to, like, watch the ball drop or anything like that. No, although, to be fair, we haven't done that in, in a few years. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it took away the, the opportunity. I mean, I don't know what... I don't know what we were planning on doing, really, for New Year's Eve, but something. I mean, we would at least watch something. I mean... yeah. We knew the, that the weather was going to be crappy, so like going out was never an option. Yeah. So I think normally, I mean, I think probably since you know twenty twenty or whatever, maybe we haven't. But traditionally, we would make reservations at a restaurant mm-hmm. and go out for you know a halfway decent kind of night, like maybe a nicer dinner than we would normally yeah. go out for. So it's funny as I was telling my wife though is that to me that was like the real bummer is just thinking about even with the weather being the way it is. You know, I have to assume that, like, all the restaurants and bars were packed. Oh, of course, yeah. I mean, because it wasn't, like, just my neighborhood. I mean, it was, like, my entire city lost power. And, and like, the neighboring city also lost power. And and both of those, you know, they're not very – they're, like, you know, small cities. Mm-hmm. But they have vibrant downtowns yeah. that have, like, a – you know, p- at night people are, like, filling up bars and restaurants and so i'm just thinking about like all that money lost all those like all those businesses that had to just send those people home and not only that but probably ended up having to throw away tons of their food too right like i told her that i was like imagine you're a you're a chef in the kitchen and you're cooking a bunch of people's dinner because power went off at like 6 30 so certainly they were already cooking (laughs) dinner for the early birds or whatever and just like you had to go out in the in the dining room and tell those people to go home and then the chefs just had to throw all that food out and that was you know that's probably that's got to be one of the biggest nights Absolutely. for like any yeah. bar or restaurant is New Year's Eve yeah. to to lose all that like money. All, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know if there's like an if you have a business like that. I don't know if there's insurance that covers something like that. I wonder, but I mean, not only are you you're like losing the money of not having, you know, like like the guests or the patrons or the customers, but like you're yeah. like having you're like actively losing money from all the stuff you got to throw out and yep. and sell. Yep. But then, yeah, we didn't get the power didn't turn back on until it was like 10 p.m. on New Year's Day. So, like, I didn't get to watch. Like, there was, you know, football uh, Mm -hmm. on that day, you know, like college football, bowl games I didn't get to watch. Mm -hmm. We wouldn't have watched the parade anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But I actually ended up, both of us ended up going to work. And that was Sunday. Like, New Year's Day was a (laughs) Sunday. And we both went to work. Did they have power there? Was it Sunday? Yeah, it was a Sunday. So maybe I misspoke. No, Monday is when the the bowl games would have been. Yeah, yeah. So so you know we work on a university campus, and I don't know. I don't understand how it works, but they're somehow on a separate grid. Oh, okay. Even though they, they still have get some the sort power of generator or something. Uh, I mean, I'm, maybe they do, but there's something. Yeah, I don't know. There's something else where like we don't ever lose power on campus. So like basically, my my wife and I went. 
and sat in our respective offices like <laughs> all day because at least there we had heat yeah. and uh and internet uh it was sunday so i could watch the 49er game yeah and then, yeah as you say we had internet and so like we stayed there until like basically the sun went down and we're like oh wait i guess we better go home you know <laughs> then we went home and we still because i had you know pg e has a website you can go to and it shows an outage map okay and so you can keep pg and e they're, they're your little, electric company yeah okay yeah and um so you can see if you have power yet or not right so we knew when we were going home we knew we didn't have power yet but uh you're like what are, what are we gonna uh, do like what are we gonna go home and do like talk to each other <laughs> <laughs> No, we just, I think we came home and read. I think that's when I finished that book. So, um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I know that people. There's other people in this country have it far worse as far as like you know having hurricanes like, oh, yeah. knock out yeah. power for two weeks. So I'm not. No, no, uh, I think I'm that's... not trying to complain at all. I'm just saying that that that's what I did on my New Year's, I guess. Well, I mean, you'll you won't forget it, probably. That's probably true, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, like I, I remember when I moved out of my old house and moved into this one. Uh, I was like fixing up the old house because we were getting ready to sell it, and yeah. I, I remember listening to like an episode of your of CGQ Plus where you're talking about your oh, nice. b- about your New Year's memories. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one of the last episodes of uh, the flashback series. Yeah, are, is are those yeah. done? Uh, they're not done. I just haven't made one in a while. I just kind of, kind of lost my mojo for like talking about personal stuff on the internet. If that makes yeah, sense, I, I get that. Yeah. Um. So I had mentioned, uh, you know, New Year's Day. I my friend friend Chris, uh, Chris Shaman. Oh yeah, came. I want to hear. I want to hear all about. It. <laughs> he came in all of your New Year's debauchery. Oh well, we didn't. I mean, we went out on New Year's Eve to like some friend's house and my wife doesn't like to be out late uh yeah but remember in the last episode you talked about how your wife does this whole where she cooks all this food all day and you guys watch like bad movies and right yeah Yeah. well so new year's eve we went to a friend's house who was having a like a party type thing and we only went there for a couple hours because uh as we've just gotten older and especially moving someplace where we got to drive like my wife doesn't like driving on new year's on new year's eve because you know there's you never know. Dumb drivers, yeah, stuff, it's yeah. Like drivers are all messed up. Uh, so we came home pretty early and uh, watched uh, watched Speed Racer with the kids. You ever seen Speed Racer? No, but I know what you're talking about. You, sh- you should. I don't, I don't know if you if you if you would like it. It's it's uh it's I it's it's kind of amazing that it was even made. It's like another one of those movies that I can't believe it was made. Uh, it's just like like an acid trip the entire time. Um, so we did that, went to bed, and then uh, every New Year's Day, I mean, except for a few select ones, we've never, we haven't done it. Uh, we have a bunch of friends over, and my wife like makes brunch. It's like usually like sausage gravy and biscuits, and like a whole bunch of other stuff, and it's it's great. Um, we had some people. I mean, we had like, including kids, probably like thirty people. So I've never had thirty people in my house. So that's pretty good. <laughs> uh, it was it was fun though. Um, I you know I set up the. Uh, my 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 VCR style Xbox with a Kinect on it, and the kids like really get into playing Dance Central or not Dance Central, uh, just Dance. <laughs> you know, it's it's fun. Like it's it's fun to see them all like lined up and and doing that. Uh, like how many kids were were right? I mean, there's a lot of kids, but they're like Dance or uh, Just Dance had 
you know, it had the maximum amount of people doing it, including some other kids that like weren't being able to like they're they're not recognized in the game because the game only yeah. the connect can only see six people, and so that those people are represented in the game. But there's more people, more kids like just doing it because everyone yeah. else was. Uh, but usually we sit around and drink Bloody Marys or mimosas and, you know, just have a good day. And uh, before we had kids, we would watch, like, bad TV. But that doesn't really... Oh, that, so you didn't do that. We don't really do that now because, okay. you know, we... we like, I mean, we can't watch... What are we going to do, like, watch bad kid shows that... Yeah. Because, I mean, we have to watch bad kid shows anyways. <laughs> Whether or right. not we're, like, drinking Bloody Marys or mimosas. Uh, so really, that was just like hanging around and, and talking. But my friend Chris came in the town because we were going to the uh, the football game, the Bengals. Yeah, see, I didn't know if you wanted to talk about that. Yeah, or not, yeah, so I didn't want to bring it up. But yeah, it's fine because uh, you know he, he's we're we're both from like outside of Buffalo, and uh, you know we he he's like a huge Bills fan, and like I I like I pay attention like when they're doing well. <laughs> Yeah. So there's there's many years there that I did not pay attention, but now things are going pretty well. So we went to the uh, the football game, and uh, well, and you should explain to the folks at home this this was Monday Night Football, yes, and it was the the Bills versus the Bengals, yes, right? Because you let now live in the Cincinnati metropolitan area, right. right? So you're going to a Bengals home game, yeah, but specifically because the the Bills were in town, right? But I mean, like. I like I'm happy with whoever wins because like I kind of just like have, you know, like I I, I am happy like I like both teams, you know, like one is how how long have you lived in since like since 2014 area, okay, uh, but you know like I I just I would want the Bills to win just because the, uh, you know, just like the history and not only that yeah. but I've started to realize like in the last several years and especially like even the like last few days, uh. It seems like even people like there's not a lot of people out there that like don't like the bills. Like like I feel like even people who don't uh, don't like the bills like still kind of like want them to win because I think they feel like like they've been through so much. Yeah, like they're just like a like a likable team at this point. You mean like the the losing four Super Bowls in a row when you say been through so much? Or well, just yeah, and I mean just like years of like rebuilding yeah. and. You know, like not make like in the in the the fans have always been like like really good. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I yeah, I agree. I don't, I don't think because I mean, speaking for myself, like you know, during those years, the the Super Bowl years, mm -hmm. like I always wanted to see the nine. Like the Niners never played, even though like the Niners were you know kind of a powerhouse team mm -hmm. uh, at that time. They they were never make ever able to make it into the Super Bowl in any of those four years. Right. And I think every, just because the Niners are an NFC team and like whoever was going on the NFC side was like a team I probably hated. Like I rooted for the bills in every single one of those Super Bowls. <laughs> but I agree with what you're saying. It's like, how can you not like the bills? Yeah. Yeah. And I, even if they're like a divisional rival, like even if you're like a Patriots fan, like, do you really hate the bills? Really? Like, well, I think I, I, <laughs> you have to not like them, but you can't hate them. They're the bills. I you know yeah exactly I think that they have like the coolest uniforms I think like that coolest helmets in the league I would say that are the Seahawks and I hate the Seahawks <laughs> but they're cool helmets I mean I think that uh, you know there's people in New England probably that like the Bills but I don't think that there's anybody 
in Buffalo or any Bills fan that like says like, oh, the Patriots are okay. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I think that's a hundred percent true. Yeah, I mean, I I think that. I mean, this is like coming from somebody who like doesn't know very much about football. <laughs> I think that the only people that like the Patriots are like people that are from there, or from like like Boston and or, like in the surrounding area, just like New England in general. Could be. <laughs> I mean, I feel like they might be like one of the most actively disliked teams in the league. Somebody actually recently wrote an article about that that I guess must have included like some research that it was like the most the most hated teams in America and uh, the Cowboys were number one. Okay, I don't I don't know where the Patriots were on the list, but I bet they were way up there. The Cowboys, who the Bills lost to in two two of those Super Bowls. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, it was it was the Redskins and then the Cowboys twice and the Giants? Yeah, right. Yeah, the Giants were the first one, and yeah, the Redskins and the Cowboys yeah. twice. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, we, we had tickets to this game. I feel like we got these tickets maybe in, uh, in like, May or June. It was, it was a long time ago. And they were expensive tickets. And when we got there, I didn't even know where, where they Those were. Those were very good seats. You sent we, me the we picture. Were, we were, uh, like, eight rows back from the 10-yard line. Yeah. I mean, they were really good seats. And, uh, I mean, as everyone's already known, or everybody knows at this point, you know, uh, uh, Demar Hamlin like was tackled somebody and then he like had like a like something happened with his heart and he like collapsed right after. I didn't see this happen. I was actually like going to the bathroom when this happened. Oh wow! <laughs> so I came out and I saw like the uh, the ambulance. Yeah. Uh, out there and I like you know I was like oh maybe just like somebody's hurt and like immediately in my head I'm just like you know thinking of it like you know it's like somebody like got hurt but they're gonna be okay you know yeah because i always like i can't whenever i see like something like that happen in a football game i can't not think of madden 92 with the ambulance that comes out you see it's funny you say this because i I would not even bring this up except for the fact that like you know today he got his breathing tube taken out and he's alert and like it seems like he's going to be fine Mm -hmm. i wouldn't have even said that but one of the first thoughts because you can't help your thoughts, I guess. One of the first thoughts that crossed my mind when I saw that, especially knowing that you were at the game, <laughs> was that, man, I bet that's the last time Corey makes a joke about the ambulance coming on the field in Madden 92. Yes. You know, I was like, because I didn't know. I didn't know, like, how bad bad it was. I mean, I don't think anybody knew that it was that No, bad. I mean, I was watching the game on TV. Until and it like, just it kept on, like, going and going and going. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like I actually, like I tried, I was going to send you a video of the, you know, the old, oh, the, man, the, come on, have some class. I know. Well, the thing is, is like, I'm, I, know, I, 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 I didn't. Yeah. Um, but like, I, I didn't know. And then it kept on going. I'm like, oh my God, like, this is like pretty serious. And then, cause I, I couldn't like get a signal. Like nobody, like there's no like signal in there. And I was like. I didn't really want to use the, uh, like the, the the Wi-Fi, like, like the stadium Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi, because you know it could be it's yeah. not protected or anything, you know. Yeah, somebody somebody get, hacks the world famous Corey Carlson's phone. <laughs> you know, they're holding your YouTube channel for ransom. Who knows? Who knows? But I eventually did because I couldn't get a signal even 
like even worse after after that happened and even the uh the wi-fi was like crammed up so a couple of things and i just i had no idea but i had a like um the people i was with were getting like updates from people like watching tv wait you were with other people besides just your friend uh uh a a mutual friend or one of chris's friends but also like somebody that i know and like i i've hung out with him like a handful of times this guy lawrence he's from buffalo uh very nice guy like i've uh he would actually go on to he was like because chris was a uh would be the uh the manager at the electronics boutique that i worked at like he would go on to be the manager and lawrence was his assistant manager and then chris left he became the manager and but he's like from the same town like i like i i know him but like i don't like know him super well but he went he was he's like he's like a big bills fan too okay i just didn't realize i thought it was just the two of you yeah it was, so. It was, so it was three of us so we were like we're going okay. we were out and everything and it, it was it was fun like i i swear that there was a lot a lot of bills fans at, at this game you know just because it, it's like you know like six hours it's a very six, important game it's, a, it's an important too. game but also so, like I mean, a six hour drive it's not yeah, it's doable. Yeah, but I mean, I had, I had no idea that it was nearly as as bad. And then I'm getting these updates saying like, oh my god, they're on TV. They're saying like he died for like eight minutes. I'm like, yeah. what? Yeah. And like, <laughs> I'm thinking like, I'm glad that I couldn't send you that ambulance montage because like I'd feel like shit then. Yeah. So always with the language. Sorry, I mean, I was just like goodness. But I mean, I didn't realize like nobody knew that it was that bad, especially since the only updates we were getting were from yeah. like people watching TV that weren't. At and the they game. didn't know either. So. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I'm not saying that's like it's never funny when somebody gets hurt. No. And it's but that's it, a, that's especially not funny. It, it's it's especially not funny. funny. Uh, yeah. Which. You know, like it's 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 amazing that that's what EA did. <laughs> like they just like programmed that into the yeah. game. Yeah. But whatever, whatever. I don't. I don't well, I mean, it's like making. It's like you know, being able to make. You know, we, we talked about last time or whenever that was about making Wayne Gretzky's head bleed. You know, it's like really not considering some of the stuff that's happened in hockey subsequent to that. Yeah. You know, like people having like brain injuries that end their career. Like, kind of not that funny. It is, which is probably why they why they took it out. Probably, you know, <laughs> exactly. And that and the, the ambulance hitting people was only in that in '92. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like well, we can. They like kind of half-assed it. They just like said, "Well, we just, I wonder if that's this. like the same thing like with with hockey." I wonder if the NFL was like, "Hey, you got to take that out." You know? I bet they probably, probably. And doesn't the uh, doesn't the ambulance make the same sound as the uh, scoring a goal? Isn't the sound same sound effect as scoring a goal? And, and I, I don't remember, but that that would make sense. <laughs> you know, because they yeah used like a lot of the reuse these sound effects between games, like the grunts and everything yeah. was used in both. Yeah, birds chirping. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sword of Sodan and and PGA Tour <laughs> Golf have the exact same bird chirping uh, sound effects, which is amazing. That that's like that was the background sound for yeah. sort of Sodan, a, a game where yeah. you like lop like 
yeah. giant's heads off and they roll along the ground. That was like pre, pre-mortal combat. And I was like, oh my God, he just cut that guy's head off. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. So we actually like, we left maybe like three to five minutes before they announced that the game was postponed or, or yeah. delayed or canceled or whatever. Yeah. So uh, there's already some people starting to leave, but we were like, all right, uh, we should like just go because it's going to be, it's going to be badness. Like all these people trying to leave at the same time. Yeah. Uh, so we, and we walked all the way back uh, almost to my house, which is, it's not that far. It took like a, you can, like, it's like you two, can walk. It's like two miles. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like over the bridge and stuff. Yeah. So, where like where is the football stadium in relation to the baseball park? Are they like close? Or yeah, no? yeah, yeah. I mean, they're right down the same road from each other. Okay. Like they're they're ba- they may as well just be right right next to each other. Yeah, like they probably share the same parking facilities and stuff. Yeah, then. probably. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, this is the first time I've been to a football game in. Gosh, I think the last time I, I might have been in like eighth or ninth grade or something like that it's been a wow. long time and just being so close it was crazy it's like it doesn't even seem real yeah it's funny like the things that go through your like you know i, I told you that you know i couldn't help but think about you know your fascination with the madden 92 ambulance <laughs> but but it's also like it you know i'm watching that happen and it's like it, i couldn't help but kind of feel bad for you i was like oh man that and the thing is, it shouldn't matter, right? But I couldn't help but feel like, man, that because you've been talking about that since the summer, you know? Yeah, yeah. And for that to happen, I couldn't help but just kind of feel like, man, that sucks for Corey, you know? Yeah. Even though it's like not as bad as it sucks for the player, obviously. <laughs> and that, you know, like there's a lot of people that came from really far away. Like Chris, like flew up from from North yeah. Carolina yeah. to go, you know? And I mean, that's like all besides the point. Like I just Chris told me today that they're giving everyone like refunds which is you know it's like that's like a it's like a four hundred dollar ticket almost yeah i don't know if they'll I mean, yeah like, the team is certainly losing a lot of money from having to do that yeah i mean that um yeah <laughs> when it was happening i was like you know i i used to always think that i <laughs> like whenever i watch a game, I feels like I always like jinx it, and I think a lot of people like feel that way about them themselves. Like, oh, I can't turn it on, or I'll jinx it. Yeah. Now I'm thinking like, when like, I don't. I think I, I jinx it when I'm watching on TV, but by going to a game, like I really jinxed it. Yeah. <laughs> I I thought that was another thought that passed through my head actually during that whole thing. <laughs> Like, it, it, would it not have happened if I if I didn't? Well, go? obviously not. But it was like, what are the chances? You know, because you've been very vocal, I would say on uh, on YouTube. I mean, I think certainly, I think you were on one of my live streams one night. We played some Madden. Like your your fascination with the Madden ninety two ambulance thing is well known. It's well documented. <laughs> and so, what are the chances that the one game that you go to as an adult, the ambulance comes on the field? <laughs> You know, it's like, wow, he got to see it in real life. The thing that he loves about Madden 92. In the most unfunny way possible. Yeah. I mean, that's as strong of a case for jinxing being a real thing as anything else I could think of. Maybe so. 
Yeah. Hopefully nobody thinks like this this guy, you know, joking like yeah about this. Well, like I said, I wouldn't make I wouldn't be making light of it except for the fact that he's going to be okay. Right. So yes. Yeah. Apparently, like the I heard, same I, thing. I read online like the first thing he said when he woke up was he wanted to know if they won the game. Like that oh. sounds like such a Hollywood thing. Yeah. You know? It's like they didn't play the rest of the game. You know, I, see, I heard something that something happened to like a hockey player, like the same kind of thing, like years and years ago. And then he went on to be like come back and play for like fourteen seasons and like be a, in the Hall of Fame. I know it happened. I know something that happened to a soccer player. I don't know about a hockey player. Oh, I don't know. But I'm saying I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I thought I saw something on Twitter about about it. Yeah, yeah. But. I'm still kind of limiting my Twitter. Oh, use, me too. So I'm not seeing as much stuff on Twitter. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So I don't know. You got anything else? Uh, I don't have anything else. I mean, it's hour and forty minutes at this point, so I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we just we, we got to save some stuff. I have more things, but I would prefer to save them for next. Yeah, time. let's save them for next time, especially since uh, I mean, we we had a lot of catching up to do. Yeah, I guess I felt bad that we skipped an episode. You know, I was thinking I, I was thinking about that, about that, and because I feel like, especially with podcasts, like consistent, you got to be consistent. I know, but it was a holiday, and, and to I'm, skip, a, I don't think anybody. No, I'm not. I'm not upset about it. I'm just saying, like, I personally just felt guilty and that's why when i asked you like hey do you think i could just do a solo episode because mm-hmm. i really didn't want to not release anything but then you know stuff started going nuts around here and so i didn't even get to do that yeah. it's okay it is i, I think it's okay yeah. i don't think anybody's going to hold it against us and i bet you that people probably don't even realize well i did tweet it out so people know oh, okay just because i didn't want people having to wonder yeah you know so i just said hey you know we'll be back next week or whatever. Yeah. I mean, there, so. there's a lot of circumstances. But I was thinking that, I mean, I just feel like sometimes there's stuff I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. You know, like I had a whole idea of what I was going to talk about. You know, I'll just do a solo show. Yeah. Where I just think otherwise it would be the kind of thing where like I'm just yak, 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 and you're just sitting there. And it's like, <laughs> it's like makes me feel bad. So it's like, you know, and I'm, I'm only saying this because I, I guess I kind of want to encourage you to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, if you ever feel like there's something where it's like, oh, you know, this would be a cool thing I could talk about on a podcast where it doesn't need to have two people, like just do it. Mm-hmm. And then as long as it's not something time sensitive, we can just save them, right? Yeah. And then when we have other weeks where like, because I feel like half the challenge of us doing the show is that we have to find a time when we can do it together, you know? Yes. And so like sometimes if you're like, oh, you know, I think this is something I could talk about for an hour just by myself. <laughs> Like, just do it, and then just don't make any reference to, like, you know, what day it is or something. Right. And so that way, now we have something that we can, you know, release. Yeah. And, you know, you were talking about how you wanted to, you know, work on being able to talk off the cuff. Yeah. Well, I'm going I'm so to try like and reincorporate that. opportunity to do it, you know. I'm going to try and reincorporate that into, like, video logs on our show. But also, yeah. you know, like, I could do them, you know, or just, just talking. I mean that yeah. that's something that I'm actively actively like trying to get better at that this year. Yeah. Yeah. But that's going to do it I think for episode number 12, 12 we think. We, we think. think. I'm pretty sure. I'm like 85% sure it's 12. Yeah, I I'm almost 95% sure that, okay. that it is. Well, since you're since you're taking over the role for the last couple of episodes of sort of MCing uh uh, wh- where can they find us, Corey? And uh, if they want to send in a question, where would they do that? 
Well, you can, uh, what, what's the email address people can send questions to at uh, here's my podcast at gmail.com? Exactly. You know, I, I was on a podcast the other day. Uh, the, I think yeah. it comes out tomorrow, the 7th. Uh, what's, the, what's it called? Uh, the the uh, Retro Hangover podcast, where I was talking, it's, it's about uh, Lunar the Silver Star. We talked we oh, talk about right. it. Yeah. And um, they were... It was, when I told them what our our Twitter handle is, yeah. like their their yeah. their jaws just dropped. They're like, "What? <laughs> How did you get yeah. that?" Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. Uh, so you can email us at here's my podcast at gmail dot com. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you've if you want to you know subscribe to the show, you already know where to find it. So just use whatever. Uh, you know, service you use for that. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, as much as we don't do anything on Twitter, if you have Twitter and if you follow the show on Twitter at here's my podcast, you would have known that there was not going to be a show last week. Yes. So, yeah. And I think that's going to do it, do it for us this week. Hope everyone has a good week. I, I say that every week on our live streams and I like, it just, you it should, just comes, I mean, comes, it's like Mr. It's like Mr. Rogers, yeah. you know? It's like, you know, put a little positivity out there. <laughs> All right. Take care, everybody. Have a good week. See you next time.